Charlie Adams, born amidst the towering skyscrapers and ceaseless hustle of New York, was an odd fit for Sycamore Springs. His parents, yearning for the unhurried pace and tranquil ambience of the Midwest, had uprooted their city lives on a whim, pulling Charlie along into the change. His first impression of Sycamore Springs was akin to stepping into a different era. The townsfolk were warm and welcoming, their lives simple and unhurried, steeped in traditions that were as old as the town itself. The rustic charm of the place was undeniable, with its rolling plains, weathered farmhouses, and the calm, steady flow of life. Amidst the various customs he observed, one stood out to Charlie, the quiet game. It was more of a rite of passage for kids his age, where they took a vow of silence for an entire day. The rules were simple, yet the stakes were high. For, failing the game meant more than just a breach of tradition. It was said that those who broke their silence were haunted by phantasmal apparitions, ghostly figures that roamed the dark corners of the night, whispering horrifying words that could freeze the blood in one's veins. In school, his classmates whispered tales of the quiet game with a mix of fear and reverence. Charlie listened to their hushed stories, the shivers running down his peers' spines, their wide-eyed expressions, yet he remained unmoved. Being a child of the city, he was no stranger to tall tales and urban legends. To him, the quiet game seemed nothing more than a superstition, a harmless myth spun by the town's older generation to keep the younger ones in check. Charlie's dismissal of the game was met with surprise and dismay. His classmates were taken aback by his blatant skepticism, unable to fathom his disbelief in a tradition they held in such high regard. Little did Charlie know, his casual disregard for their treasured tradition was setting the stage for a challenge that would shake his convictions to the core. Charlie had always been the sociable sort, and despite being the newcomer in Sycamore Springs, he soon found his place among the student body. His quick wit and sharp intellect set him apart, making him a recognizable presence in the hallways and classrooms of the local school. His New Yorker accent and urban sensibilities fascinated the local kids, who found his cosmopolitan attitude refreshing yet perplexing. His disbelief in the local traditions, especially the quiet game, became a topic of fascination. To them, it was unthinkable that someone could so easily dismiss a tradition so ingrained in their culture. Yet, his rationale, rooted in the pragmatism of city life, fascinated them. His explanations about the scientific impossibility of ghostly apparitions, his arguments about psychological fears feeding into superstitions, were met with amused chuckles and intrigued silence. However, there was a certain section of students, the more traditional lot, who saw his skepticism, as an affront their way of life. They huddled together one day, their brows furrowed in thought, a plan forming in their minds. They decided to dare Charlie to participate in the quiet game. They figured it was the best way to settle the debate once and for all, either he would prove them wrong, or he would learn a respect for their traditions. The next day, they approached Charlie, their challenge ready. If you think our game is nothing more than a superstition, they began, their eyes twinkling with a mixture of defiance and anticipation, why don't you try it for yourself? Charlie, 
never one to back down from a challenge, especially one that allowed him to assert his rational beliefs, readily accepted. His city-bred confidence brimmed as he agreed to the terms of the game, certain that he would emerge victorious, and perhaps even educate his peers about the folly of their ways. The day Charlie was to play the quiet game dawned clear and bright. The town woke up to its normal routines, but for Charlie, it was a day of silent battle. From the moment he opened his eyes, he had one simple task, to remain silent. It seemed easy enough, but as the day wore on, the magnitude of the task began to dawn on him. At school, he found himself in the midst of conversations he was eager to participate in but couldn't. Every time a teacher asked a question, he would instinctively want to raise his hand, his mind buzzing with the right answers. But each time, he had to remind himself to hold back, to keep his mouth shut. His friends teased him, making silly faces, trying to incite laughter, but Charlie remained stoic, his lips firmly sealed. As the school bell rang, signaling the end of the day, a wave of relief washed over him. He had managed to stay quiet through the daylight hours, the hardest part of the challenge, he thought. As the sunset and twilight painted the skies with hues of orange and purple, a sense of victory began to creep into his heart. By the time he found himself under his covers, ready to sleep, Charlie felt a sense of accomplishment. The challenge had been won, the game had been played, and there were no whispers, no apparitions. It was proof, he thought, of the baselessness of the whole tradition. With a chuckle, he finally broke his silence. His voice echoed in his quiet room, the sound a sweet victory against the superstition he had defied. Dismissing the entire day as nothing more than an elaborate joke, Charlie drifted off to sleep, looking forward to waking up to a normal day, his victory complete. But as the town slept, the true challenge of the quiet game was only just beginning for Charlie. In the deep recesses of the night, when the town of Sycamore Springs was blanketed under a profound silence, Charlie was rudely jolted awake. His room, usually a haven of peace and tranquility, felt different. An uncanny air permeated the space, and the soft rustling of the trees outside his window sounded unsettlingly ominous. As he lay there, his heart pounding in the quiet, he began to discern a low murmur. It was a soft whispering, like the rustling of dry leaves, seeming to come from the shadows that danced in the corners of his room. He strained his ears, trying to make sense of the murmurs. They seemed nonsensical, an alien language whispered in an inhuman tone, growing in volume and intensity with each passing moment. A cold dread slowly unfurled within him, a stark contrast to his earlier dismissive bravado. The whispers weren't just sounds, they seemed to have a tangible presence, like cold tendrils snaking around him, chilling him to the bone. They grew louder, multiplying in number until they filled his room, a horrifying chorus that echoed within the confines of his mind. His heart pounded in his chest, his eyes wide open in terror as he watched, the shifting shadows on his walls, half expecting them to manifest into something sinister. He huddled under his covers, his body trembling uncontrollably. Every tick of the clock seemed an eternity as he awaited the safety of the morning light. 
By the time the sun finally peeked over the horizon, Charlie was a changed boy. His laughter from the previous night seemed distant, his victory hollow. The whispers had silenced, but they had left behind a lasting impression. For the first time, Charlie felt a pang of fear for the game he had so casually dismissed. Little did he know, it was just the beginning of his nightmare. With the passing nights, the torment grew worse. The whispers that had once just been a terrifying undercurrent in the silence of the night evolved into a deafening cacophony. Each hushed utterance was like a cold gust of wind against his ear, the words indistinguishable, yet the intent clear, they were not friendly. Yet, it was not the whispers alone that haunted him now. As darkness fell, distorted figures began to materialize from the shadows. They were grotesque apparitions, their shapes vaguely humanoid but with a distorted, twisted appearance. They lurked in the corners of his vision, flickering in and out of existence, their silhouettes dark against the faint moonlight filtering through his window. Their eyes, glinting with an eerie, spectral light, seemed to gaze at him with a malevolent intent. They seemed to communicate through the whispers, their words a chilling incantation that filled the room with a tangible sense of dread. The sight of them, coupled with the incessant whispers, was enough to freeze his blood in his veins. Charlie, in his desperation, attempted everything to block out these horrifying occurrences. He stuffed his ears with earplugs, hoping to drown out the whispers. He filled his room with night lights, trying to chase away the shadows that birthed the apparitions. On some nights, he sought refuge in his parents' room, a child once more, scared of the monsters lurking in the dark. Yet, no matter what he did, the whispers followed him, their ghostly chorus a haunting lullaby, that was the soundtrack of his nightmares. The spectres were ever-present, their unsettling gaze a constant reminder of his insolence towards the sacred tradition of the town. With each passing night, the reality of his situation bore down on him, he had dared to mock the quiet game, and now he was paying the price. Charlie's once bright demeanor had dulled. The energetic, witty New Yorker boy was now reduced to a silent, pensive figure, his usual charm replaced by a haunting look of perpetual dread. His eyes, once lively and sparkling with intelligence, now seemed hollow, shadowed with the weight of his nightly torment. Sleeplessness had etched deep lines on his young face, making him seem older than his years. Days turned into weeks, and weeks into months. The once skeptical Charlie could no longer dismiss the quiet game as a frivolous superstition. It had become a terrifying reality that gnawed at his peace, a chilling nightly ordeal that made every sunset a prelude to a nightmare. The whispers were his constant companions in the quiet of the night, and the apparitions had made his room their playground, their grotesque figures looming in the shadows. His parents, noticing his deteriorating condition, were understandably alarmed. They sought professional help, turning to doctors and specialists to understand what ailed their son. Tests were conducted, consultations were done, yet the medical fraternity was stumped. There was no physical illness, no detectable ailment that could account for his symptoms. Charlie was perfectly healthy, at least on the outside. Inside, however, 
he was being tormented by the very apparitions he had laughed off as mere myths. He was paying the price for disregarding a tradition that was as old as Sycamore Springs itself. The small town, with its simple life and old customs, had taught him a lesson he would never forget. As a rationalist, it was a bitter pill to swallow, but he had to admit that there were things beyond the realm of science and logic, things that didn't need his belief to exist. As he lay in his bed, watching the shadows dance on his wall, the whispers echoing in his mind, Charlie finally understood, the quiet game was no child's play. It was a tradition, a warning, a pact between the town and the unseen, a pact he had dared to challenge and was now condemned to endure.